so instead of this one, do you want to just like listen to a couple of Imagine Dragons records? Oh, instead of doing the podcast? Yeah, instead of doing the, yeah, we just listen to yeah. a couple records, uh, put on some ID. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like band. get my uh, Nissan Versa and just cruise down the highway, oh, pumping some ID. Awesome. That sounds so rock and roll. It's the only way I know how to rock anymore. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> where? Oh, my, put my coffee. Right. Little little coffee cheers. So, um, oh, yeah, cheers. Welcome back, man. Yeah, it's, it's good been to be a here. minute. I'm ex- so excited. Um. I don't know if you heard the good news. Uh, Michael Jackson's coming to Broadway. Oh, I cannot <laughs> wait. I can't wait. I just, you know, it's he just has a, he, he just touches the children so well. You know? Hearts, <laughs> <Yeah>. butts. <laughs> Have uh, you seen the documentary? No, I haven't. I, I oh, want to so badly. It's fantastic, but I'm a little afraid. Yeah. I've got too many memories. <laughs> It's just gonna unlock. <laughs> You're like, I didn't even know I knew Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's like you had this whole secret life you blocked out. Yeah. Same. Wait same. Yeah. It's crazy. I I uh at the bar I have a copy of uh Thriller on vinyl and I, last Tuesday I had it playing and uh Stephen came in and was like, You're still playing this? <laughs> I was like, ah. It's hard. I mean, yeah. I really don't. Having not seen the doc, I'll say this. If I was going to stop listening to Michael Jackson because he had sex with little boys, I would have yeah. stopped in the yeah. like 1994. It's like the people who are right now going, "Oh my god, he did it." It's like, "Yeah, seriously." I know. It's ridiculous. But I uh, mean, so welcome to the Michael Jackson cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the pedophile cast. Pe- pedocast. The pedcast. Pe- uh Pado. Pado. But this isn't a great avenue for brainstorming. No, I know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, How can we say funny things about pedophilia? Yeah. So, uh, if, uh, so. this episode's about Michael Jackson. Not really. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, let's scratch the Michael Jackson stuff. You know what band I'd really like to talk about for about an Who hour? Who's that, Izzy? Probably Imagine Dragons. Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Like an intro? Yeah. What? You, you want to take her no, away? No, are you going to do, do, do We need the... To... <laughs> this is I'll fun. put that. I'll put that in later. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Here, I'll do it. You know what I was thinking about a good name for the podcast, even though... Speaking Shut of, up. we're going we're gonna to have to talk about this yeah, coming will. up in a second. But I thought of a good name. What's up? There is no pod. There is no pod. But I don't. That's I don't think it's a good one. But um. Uh, yeah, it's too late, fucking now. Yeah. Too, oh no, we're <laughs> locked. Um. So, anyways, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we'd like to start out before seeing that. Okay, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the idiotic audio. Um. So, standard disclaimer, as always. Fuck. Would you quit that? Up? <laughs> <laughs> I know you can. So I can tell you, you can hear it cutting out in my headphones, can't you? Same. What? Okay. This okay. should be about right. I'm trying. All right. right. Okay. Last. Time. Okay. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the idiot cast. Kazoo noise. <laughs> uh, so, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we'll start off with our standard disclaimer. Music is an art form, and any art form can only be judged purely on aesthetics, and with aesthetics, there can be no right or 
wrong uh which is to say it's purely down to your taste that being said if you like any of these bands or this music your taste pretty much fucking sucks and you should have your head examined unfortunately we cannot force you to have a good taste in music yeah you big idiot <laughs> that's right you're an idiot yeah you idiot Start okay, reinforcing speaking, that now. Yeah, speaking of idiots, <laughs> if you if you are Henry and have listened to the episode <laughs> so far, we got some big news. Yeah, big news. Ah, <sighs> uh, but yeah, this ding, is ding, ding, we ding. we have landed on a name. Yeah. that someone else didn't already have. <laughs> I know. We did a lot of Google searches. Um. So, uh, cue drum roll. You are now listening to <laughs> idiotic audio. Yes, with. Todd and Israel. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, in uh, idiotic audio, I guess it's for you, the listener, to decide who is the idiot. Yep. Either those talking about this music or the whoever wrote this music. Or uh, us yeah. for listening to so much of this music. Spending all our fucking yeah. time. But, uh, you know, I'd like to introduce myself. I am your co-host, Todd Schneider. And uh, to my left is... Um, well-known in the botany world as Izzy Green. Woo! Uh, and he, it is the salacious and sedentary Israel Allen. Hello, it's me. <laughs> um, Izzy. <laughs> oh, I forgot we have a couple of fans in the yeah. studio. <laughs> Keep it down, girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, okay. Getting back. Okay. So, that's so our topic for today. So our topic for today this is going to be fun to edit this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Idiotic Audio presents Imagine Dragons. Yes. Um, I would say, you know what? So, wait, are they imagined dragons? Are they dragons are they imagining something? Are they, or do or are they, they imagine commanding themselves? you to imagine dragons? I've always interpreted it as in, like, Dan Reynolds is like, you, you will imagine, imagine a dragon, dragon now. It's, it's more of a, oh, I read I it as a command. It's for them to... So you're supposed to be imagining uh, four dragons up yeah. there making terrible when music. I'm, when I'm currently listening to Imagine Dragons, <laughs> yeah. I am only imagining dragons. Yeah. I I have found myself thinking, I wonder what's in the last episode of, or last series, whatever, not series, but uh, season of uh. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, it would be, I would li like them so much more if they were like a Game of Thrones themed band, band. Imagine yeah. Dragons. Now, that would be cool. That, hey. You know. Save yep. that idea for us. Yep. Um, you know Trademark. what, though? Yeah. Hey, no one's still... Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't see it, but I'm holding up a paper with today's date on it to, like, timestamp it. Um, but you know what? Uh, this just kind of came to me. So similarly, uh, if you if you were with us for the White Snake episode, it's really the David Coverdale episode. Right. And this... I think we're in similar territory. Lead singer of Imagine Dragons is Dan Reynolds, and it just occurred to me that if I were 14 years old and asked to lock down everything I think is cool, cool. Yeah. everything I wanted to be, and the uh -huh. way like he's like, it's all. I feel like in a couple of years it's going to turn into we're going to find out that he's going through some sort of like Tom Hanks big scenario because it's like everything he thinks is cool. Is something I would be like a thirteen-year-old would think is cool. Yeah, everything he writes about is something I'm like, yeah. When I was fourteen, I sort of gave a shit about this, or just like angst for no reason. It's like yeah. a, like some sort of I don't know, I don't know. 
It's so funny as you were talking about this, this you know, David Coverdale story, the Dan Reynolds story. To me, if I thought of the Dan Reynolds story, I is I picture middle aged insurance salesman in khakis, <laughs> you know, a wife, two point five kids. The Dan yeah. Reynolds story, one Hi, man's journey Dan, into inventing Dan a Reynolds. new peanut butter. <laughs> Just like I'm Dan Reynolds. Have you thought about your long term life insurance policy? <laughs> hey, thanks for coming. Uh like I'm, David Coverdale, you fucking know he's oh. out there doing uh, models and rocking out. Yeah, you know, David Coverdale and Brad Arnold. You know he's driving. He's out there murdering prostitutes <laughs> and, and raping children. <laughs> well, not really, appearing not really. to be a, yeah, yeah, a redneck from uh, Mississippi. Ah, uh, oh, also, the, I got something I'm going to bring up. I want. I got a little finisher. I want to end this okay. episode on. I don't okay. forget. All right, um, don't forget. Everybody yeah. out there, remember. Just uh, somebody Izzy. could. Yeah. Somebody just re- remind me at the end. Yeah. yeah, it's this is an interesting band. I will say when when we did the Ed Sheeran episode, I was like, "Boy, howdy, do I feel old?" Yeah. This one made me feel real old, and I'm almost yeah. like me and uh, or Dan Reynolds and I are all pretty much the same age. That's why I was going to say there are no spring chickens. They, yeah, there. I mean, oh, so it, what? I'm not a spring <laughs> chicken guy. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, no. Excuse me, guys. I'm gonna have to pause the, pause the cast and have a conversation. <laughs> uh, Don't be telling people. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's yeah. They're interesting. Yeah, um, I, I was surprised too at how old they were, yet how young their appeal is. Yeah, very. Yeah. It, the whole, the whole, from top to bottom, kind of. Yeah. I honestly, I, you know. There's a bashing aspect to this podcast, even though we don't. We, we really sure. try and pull we say, away from it. We we can't. You know, it's like when they say, "Oh, all they do is do negative stories on Trump." <laughs> well, if you didn't do some, yeah. uh, sorry, not well, to bring politics in. Well, hey, man, you know, save if, it for the politics. <laughs> the politics cast. Uh, if the if uh, a lot of the material we find is, you know, bashing stuff. It's you know. <laughs> Well, it's one of those things where, you know, we're coming at it from like, hey, look, we don't understand this and don't necessarily like it, but a million people do. Like, there, I mean, yeah, millions and millions of people. Right. We're trying to understand that. Yeah. So, it's, honestly, I, I try to wipe the slate blank. Yeah. But damn, it's hard sometimes. This. Well, you know, and I honestly do sometimes until I hear that first stanza of music and I'm like right back to, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know? This is, uh, for me, a lot of their music sounds, it sounds like they go into the studio and are like, let's make an album that could be the audio for like a 45 minute Mazda commercial. Yeah. Like they have like really good car commercial mu- target music. target that now because it's not, it's not a, a taboo now to sell out. And, yeah. You know, but before we, uh, it, before we get too in that i want to go back to the origins of this band um oh, yeah, let's actually I, start it, yeah, let's start <laughs> let's start it. but i do want to it was i didn't know once again i am just baffled that i have not heard of these people well i've seen a few apple commercials so i've heard pretty much <laughs> See, their whole discography. Re- just a few uh it was last year a woman i worked with said um Oh, I'm taking my son to see the Imagine Dragons, and she knows them. And you're like, is that some sort of Disney on Ice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I've heard of them, but I didn't know much about them at all. And mm. I started looking. I'm like, God, these guys 
are big. And that's when I started, I wanted to read a little bit about them. And that's where we'll talk about musicianship. But two of them went to Berkeley. You know, they've garnered all these awards. I'm like, kind of cool. I wonder what they're all about. Um, and what they're all about, we'll get into. So <clears throat> the art just starts out, like we're saying, it kind of you kind of follow Dan Reynolds uh, on this. It is his band. He might argue that certainly his other members might, but I don't even know the freaking names after spending a month looking at these people. Yeah, you can. Um, it's uh, God, the guitar player. I, God, I feel the same way. It's I, I literally have read his name a thousand times. But the guitar player with the long hair, I, this yeah. is. I recognize. So, you know him. what? I'm gonna look his name up. This is pretty yeah. sad. I do recognize him. You know, it's like Oasis, where you know I don't know the drummer and bass player's name. Right. Um, I barely know you know bands like uh the smiths obviously you know morrissey and uh which guitar player johnny mars mm. but uh you know the rhythm sections they probably add a lot but you don't not imagine dragon's case but uh anyways so to start out uh it's funny they their backstory is the exact same backstory as another band uh guy growing up in um in you not Utah. Utah. Yeah. And then uh, I forget teenage moving to Vegas. Um, um moved to Vegas in college. Oh. So like um, so it wasn't Wayne quite... Wayne Sermon was the is the long hair guitar player. So I feel right. like those are kind of the two pillars of the band. Yeah. There's been a, not too much of a lineup change, but kind of like when they really took off is when yeah. uh, a little bit of the rhythm section switched up. So, yeah. But um Dan went to BYU and started playing in bands, right. and then when he met up with Wayne Sermon is when he was like, hey, let's be in bands for real. Yeah. Let's, let's take a leap sort of idea, and they moved to Las Vegas, and that's kind of where they started gaining a lot of momentum. Right. Because it's weird, because uh, it's interesting to see this story repeat itself, because you don't think of Vegas as a hotbed of... Um, you know, bands and music scene or anything. Um, if you don't know who the other band is, do you know who the other band is? The Killers? Yes. I love The ding, Killers. Ding, ding, ding. I know. See, there are great bands out there. Yeah. That I don't feel like an old guy going, see, yeah, the music sucks these days. It, it's actually um, pretty cool. Um, they recorded their first EPs before they signed to a record label in Battleborn Studios, which is the killer studio. All right, that's right. I made that connection. Um, maybe they should have continued to follow the killers God. who went over to England, which probably influenced the music style more, and they came back a fucking good band mm. where these guys stayed in the U.S. and proceeded to rot from the core, <laughs> become a terrible <laughs> pop band. You know, but okay, well, we're going to have to get into that too. Like, what type of music is it? So, I mean, we'll I save know. it, but it's I, they, this one's up in the friggin' air. Like, this, it's... Mm. They would claim they're a rock band. Yeah. Um, there's an article which, you know, made me very sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> remember the one that first we started into this? It was a uh, article on, it was about them, but also on the uh, state of guitar-based rock. And it was, you know, holding them up of an example of, well, they're kind of the last pioneers in what's a dying art, which I'm like, oh, God. God, that is and, so uh, sad. And I'm like, if these are the only people we have to hold up as what rock is, then maybe it's a dying art, um, hmm. you know, versus pop out there and obviously rap. I think I saw a thing, uh, Minaj, whatever his name, 
who's big into pop, uh, hip-hop, said for the first time ever, hip-hop records around the world globally have outsold uh, rock albums. That's pretty cool. And it's becoming, and w- which you'll see that, sorry for the little diversion here, folks, you know, rock and roll used to be the, uh, you know, the not only what teens, riotous teens stuff, but it, it used to represent politics and where you could speak out um, and fight back against the man where that's becoming hip hop. You're seeing a lot of hip hop in these countries like Middle East, um, Asia, and even in Africa where they're trying to fight against the government. The people are choosing hip hop as the means to express themselves rather than rock and roll. Which huh. I know. Which is, that's too bad. I hate I hate to see rock lose that. Yeah. Um, because I always thought that was a very important part of rock. And Well, it's like, I think rock might have an edge where hip-hop might not have an edge. And that, I yeah. feel like that's better for, I don't know if, maybe it's just kind of growing up in that same kind of idea of what rock and roll is and can do. Yeah, it's like I would imagine. You know, it's I like, think I think you sound angrier with the guitar. Than, yeah, like a distorted guitar mic. just sounds angrier. It's cooler. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think it's also a re- reflection on if you you're living somewhere with no money, what's easier to do? Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to record a uh, rock and roll guitar, you have to have a guitar, guitar. an amp, some sort of like input device yeah. into a computer. If you want to record hip hop, you just need a computer. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And back to Imagine Dragons. <laughs> uh, so they're so they're in Las Vegas. But what's interesting? Um, okay. Okay. So <laughs> this. So, so I, how do they? You, you ask yourselves, how did they get so big? How did they get so they're, big? Todd? What's the missing link? What what happened, happened here? But hmm, I, I will say this: if you go to the Wikipedia page, if you go to their band history. It, this is almost it's impossible information to find. Uh, it's a conspiracy. This is also... We're so cryptic. We're like, this, what we're getting ready to tell this, you in three yes, minutes. We're building uh, it. This, yeah. is, this is entertainment, this. damn yeah, it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, but this is... If you remember, this is why... Somebody told me like a little snippet of this, and this is why I was like, we have to do Imagine Dragons. <laughs> this is uh, impetus for us doing it. Todd, please unveil the craziest fact I've ever heard in my freaking life. The Imagine Dragons got so the Imagine big. Dragons. The Imagine Dragons. <laughs> their big break. The Imagine Dragons. <laughs> big break was uh, they got a tap to write the music or some of the music for the Broadway play or musical of Spider-Man. It was Into the Dark. Or Into something? the Darkness. Or Into wait, the, hold on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't even freaking know. Where's Randy? Our uh, Research assistant. God damn it, Randy. He always fucks this shit up. It, oh, it's better than... It's Spider-Man. Turn off the dark. Turn off the dark. It's kind of stupid. Uh, do you mean turn the light on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Sp- comfort Spider-Man. it. Like, turn totally the light on. Like, damn it. We'll be waiting for you. <laughs> uh, come on down to Spider-Man, y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, you heard that right. Imagine Dragons was originally tasked with writing a spider-man musical and then their producer said these songs are too good for this musical which i don't know maybe a low bar i will say this my opinion is in complete contradiction to that that idea but it fucking works like they are juggernauts but radioactive spider-man i wonder you know, I can't help but wonder, was there a contract they needed to get out of? Is that why people started dying? 
<laughs> dude. Yeah, the Spider and the Spider Man musical yeah. is terrible. People kept getting hurt. It, yeah. it, uh, Did it one guy die? I think somebody died from yeah. or like the uh, the cables oh. and stuff. Yeah. And also it has Dan the uh, Reynolds is up there with Wyatt <laughs> God. Um it also has like the longest preview time of any Broadway performance ever. Yeah. Like uh, over a hundred performances. Did it ever open? It opened oh. to mixed reviews, to as mixed I read. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Bono and the Edge got Imagine what, Dragons. Why are they hiring somebody else? Yeah, also, yeah, Bono no, and the Edge. Edge. They, okay, what side, is it you do again? Side quest. <laughs> why are you writing a musical if you're not writing the music? musical? Man, which give, makes it like, does Bono have some sort of weird Spider-Man infatuation? I know. What? Why? I want to put on this thing, but I don't want to write it. Yeah. Uh, so, and also, good luck. Good luck finding maybe, more information maybe about he it. Didn't they want to are, be associated with music. <laughs> it, I even found what's really funny is I, uh, while I was trying to look up stuff about the Spider-Man musical, because yeah. I really wanted to try my goal. And if anybody, talking to you, Henry, if anybody yeah. can find this information, please, please let me know. But I would love to find the original lyrics to Radioactive. Yeah. Because they're about Spider-Man, which is almost too silly of a sentence to say. Yeah, I know. Like, and, and I, I was looking at an article trying to find this, and it was Dan Reynolds talking about writing Radioactive. And he... Uh, Didn't mention. Oh, not... I mean... Because it makes not total at all sense. You know, <clears throat> if anybody's out there is an Imagine Dragons fan, and you didn't know this, and you were ever wondering the origins of Radioactive, what it's about, I'm sure you could think of, you know, an environmental song or something, but it's about the Radioactive Spider. At which, Oscorp that bites Peter Parker and gives him... It, it, which it makes sense. Before I even knew much about it, yeah. uh, they're like, oh, they're writing for music for Spider-Man. Oh, that's where Radioactive comes from because yeah. it was about the spider. And but now it's about breathing rust and chemicals. <laughs> that that pisses me off so badly. Yeah. Like, that, and you know, Dan was like, "Yo, this shit is so cool." cool. Breathing yeah. in the chemicals. I, I did. Like, is that the one with the the Muppets? The video. That's pretty good. It's pretty awesome. But you know, I, I, it's it's another weird. I saw it might be just me um, connection with the killers to get. Like this kind of has been kind of cool older actor. Is it Lou Diamond Phillips? Yeah, Lou yeah. Diamond Phillips. Whereas the Killers had in their first video, which was fucking awesome, they had uh, Eric Roberts, ah, and he was awesome in it. You know, and uh, they were kind of playing this not the same roles exactly, but these bad men. Yeah, you know? villainous the, types. They were the villain in the video. Yes. So the, here you have uh, Killers, Vegas, Mormon. Um, Wait, first... the Killers are Mormon? Yeah. Oh, my fucking You didn't know God. that? What? <laughs> You're going to ruin the Killers for me. <laughs> I know. I, I'm taking off the headphones. This podcast is over. <laughs> so <we're in> <laughs> I have to go find hey, Brandon Izzy, Flowers. Izzy, come back. No. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Toddcast. <laughs> Just Todd. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Just Todd. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, That's after we have a falling out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my podcast is just me being like, oh, so did you listen to Todd's podcast? podcast? I mean, did you yeah. say anything about me? Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> me talking in a microphone in my room alone. Uh, but anyway, yeah. yeah that's insane. Um, yeah, I know. So, yeah, they're more. I don't. 
I know he is mm. the the main guy. Brandon Flowers. Right. I see we do have a fan. Um, <laughs> Brent Flowers, he's born on this day. I love him this much. There's um, a collage I've made. But yeah, so Mormon, Vegas, and their first video goes pretty huge, and it, it features a sort of washed up uh Let's say actor. B. Like a B, B actor. actor. Right. That's uh, I mean, Lou Diamond Phillips Our, in his heyday was... He was a young gun. You know, also, too, in that, uh, I cannot remember her name, but uh, the young lady f- from the first season of True Detective is also in that video. Oh. the ma- Like, the, the protagonist of the video. To, to break down the video, it's a, a woman approaching what is, I can only describe as a Muppet fighting yes. ring, like a like chicken a, fighting. Instead of a cock Yeah, fight. instead of a, a vicious cock fight. It's a vicious Muppet fight. Yeah, and it's, and that's it's pretty cool. cool. I mean, yeah. like, I, I mean... Credit where credit's due. That's rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, One of the few and, rock and roll things. <laughs> uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is like the kingpin of it. Yeah. And also they have Imagine Dragons locked in their basement yeah. <laughs> with a couple of drums that, yeah. he, that Dan can just oh, bang his drum, the big drum. Yeah, that's a, that's a Dan cliche right there. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Spider-Man was the whole deal, and uh, that's wraps up how we got here. Yep. Now, so right when they... So... When right. they they were playing as a band, right before they wrote they were yes, but they were just kind of releasing some EPs and then uh, four yeah they did four EPs on damn. their own so in, industrious fellows yeah uh, who goes for that and then uh, apparently one of their kind of what gave them a little bit of renown is there was some festival in Las Vegas and the singer from Train oh Train dropped yeah out. he got he yeah. got sick and so they got or so the uh, whoever put it together put Imagine Dragons on the ticket and that kind of yeah. got them. To the point where they were big enough to write a fucking Spider-Man musical, so suck their dicks. dicks. <laughs> um, oh, Dan was excited over that, but no. <laughs> Save it for later. Save it for later. Um, so, okay, we kind of brushed on it, too. They're also, uh, Dan's also got an interesting, and, and we're not bringing this up because we like to, again, I, I didn't know that the killers were Mormon, but Dan yeah. is Mormon and loud Mormon. Loud Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. Proud Mormon, loud and proud, baby. Yeah. Um, so in that, in Mormonism, we'll come into it. In my little offhand sexual joke, we'll come into it. Uh, but so I this going into it. So why we're here, you know, obviously um, to talk about the music a little. That's why we're here, and we're trying to figure out. Now, remember, I sent you that text. Which was an equation. <laughs> yeah, you and really I think you nailed could, it. If, if anybody doesn't want to put themselves through um, listening to the Imagine Dragons, but wonder what they're all about, you can boil the Imagine Dragons. The Imagine Dragons. <laughs> You're like Johnny Carson introducing them, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The Imagine, Imagine Dragons. dragons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can look at this equation. We'll um, put it on uh, the notes under the. <laughs> On this podcast, under the, uh, uh, this, the is notes, kind of, so. this is kind of like Pythagorean theorem level of yes. equation. <laughs> uh, actually looking God, it up I right could, now. Hold on, yeah, we're, I can find this. Very prepared as always. I think I'll have. Okay, all right. This is called Todd's theorem. Theorem. <laughs> the Imagine Dragons formula. A single power word <laughs> just thunder. so true thunder, thunder. radioactive thunder. demon, demon. <laughs> uh, a simple finger picked guitar riff often on a classical guitar very astute Tasteful. observation 
driving 4-4 drum beat, one pounding drum hit on the third or fourth beat, yeah, and that being uh, that being a drum played on a very large drum, <laughs> and then very sparse lyrics, one to two sweaty athletic men, five verses, Imagine Dragons. <laughs> equals. <laughs> uh, yeah, equals Imagine Dragons. Uh, but no, you're right. They're, they're so formulaic. And, yes. and, I, and again, like, I was having this conversation with you, I think, last week, and I was watching this interview with Tom DeLonge, Oh, yeah. Throwing a curveball, yeah. and he was talking about like what he how what he attributed to the success of uh, Blink One Eighty Two, especially. Oh, and he yeah, was yeah. saying how he was like, you know, we took this punk music that we were really loving and started applying like a kind of um, nursery rhymeish sing song yeah, kind yeah. of lyrical melody to that. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's very interesting. They do kind of do that, and it works so well. And I think Dan really like these are extremely like nursery rhyme style melodies in a lot of these things. And it's honestly, I think it's the same thing applied to, it's like take punk out of it and put whatever this amalgamation of, I'm going to start, start a series of children's books <laughs> based on Imagine Dragon songs. Yeah. Th- you're <laughs> thunder. All right, kids, don't worry. The storm's not going to hurt, hurt you. you. Let me read the thunder, thunder song. song. <laughs> uh, Thunder. Uh, Thunder. Yeah, we didn't prepare any poetry corner. I can do it. I'll do a poetry oh, corner. These were popping there. Um, <laughs> popping at P. But yeah, no, it's it's really interesting. Like, um, they really do. It's like he, Dan, I, I would imagine Dan is the central songwriter and lyricist. Yes. And it's like, he really does have, and this is going to sound like a slight, but I'm not trying to slide him on it. it, it these are very, very simplistic Mystic. lyrics. Yeah. I mean, the choruses are, are at most like five words. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's uh, certainly Bob Dylan shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it's also too, it's like there's, it's it's like a weird, the, the verses are always like weird, just uh, little quick cuts of imagery. It's like, uh, I'm breathing in rust. or And it's like, I mean, there's some, I'm, it's not in, what I would want to write or what I would yeah. necessarily want to hear, but I'm not trying to like super take away the merit of it. But it's, I would say part of their success hinges on the fact that the lyrical content is so easily consumable. And it's like, it, it from Dan to the band, to the fan, to the state of music in general, I think it's just, sh- it's a real display of sh- shallowness. Yeah. It's there's no there isn't any real depth there, right? And that's cool. I wish I mean maybe I should be Mormon and happy and not have to think about deep things, things. or thoughts. But I no, think no, you're that's, going to your planet. Yeah, I'm going uh, to my planet. <laughs> uh, and uh, I was just off on another thing and and I lost it there. But yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, I think. You, you know, when we do these things, I, you know, I always do have a moment of like depression <laughs> listening to this music. Did, was Be- this happening before the podcast? Were you just depressed? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, man. You know, it just worsens it. I'll just listen. It. Um, I got to imagine dragons in the I gotta dark. St- <laughs> I got to stop listening to it in the dark in a bathtub. <laughs> Hot bath. <laughs> with sharp, sharp objects around. Um, these are all better lyrics. The any Imagine Dragons songs. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think what disheartens me most is, you know, there's these 
big famous bands out here who are BFBs, <laughs> big famous bands. Yep, BFBs out there who are shallow, easily digestible. I think a lot of the people we look at are that, which explains a lot of their popularity. But there's always per- percolating beneath is this current mm. of fucking great bands and. Maybe I'm just out of touch. I don't know. I just don't see that current underneath, and that's what refreshes and makes the next big bang. Um, and maybe that's in hip hop. I don't know. I just don't. That's yeah. what has me most depressed. I don't see a lot of that are undercurrent that that kid or group of kids, uh, you know, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year old in their garage, you know, or the tape recorder. Fucking who's going to be the next, you know, Kirk well, Cobain. I mean, you, you got like Sex Greta Pistols. Van Fleet, which is just. They're just, yeah. It's Led Zeppelin repackaged in a much less appealing. Cooling. And I and threatening, much less threatening. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> ugh. I think, are they Mormon too? <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to assume they are. <laughs> I'm just going to assume it. Um, but uh, yeah, the, I don't see what's. I mean, there are some rays of light out there. Um, the you know there's bands like beach slang um carrying on the the mantle of angry pop you know poppy laced hooky wonderful music out there, there so. i think there's uh god this really is getting like yeah bigger than imagine dragon <laughs> which is crazy <laughs> they're huge. huge um but yeah no i think uh i think mainstream rock and roll has like that mainstream appeal of rock and roll is kind of being rejected by I think more sincere performers yes. and people who are actually rock and roll artists. Yeah. Or I think they're called rock and rollers. <laughs> um but you know, I think it's more like if there is so much great rock and roll music out there like with I mean like you know I'm not talking about just like straight rock and roll but it's yeah. it's a little bit I think it's inventive stuff it's yeah. underneath that giant like juggernaut yeah. type level I mean, we don't I mean like the Foo Fighters are still huge but they've been around for a very very, very long, long time. time yeah and we don't have anything like that with that okay. same size right and the same kind of appeal but there's a lot of stuff that you take a step down from like that giant platform right. But the, you're, I think you're onto something with. There's a hip hop has so much energy right now. Yeah, but maybe that's the way it's moving, which so is cool. A, you hear that, kid? Get out there, buy a guitar. Get out there, buy a guitar. Get angry. Yep. Um. So well, and this is this is about their Imagine Dragons musicianship. So this does come into the fold of. We're uh, we're. I did doing have it. state of guitar rock I on know. the outline. It's, yeah, so we I'm just we have around. just commented. Um. So, oh, and uh, a couple other things I wanted to mention. One, I am just shocked. Like I said, one of the reasons I was excited to hear these guys is two of the guys went to Berkeley. Yeah. Um, Berkeley School of Music, probably the best school for music. I think we can say it is the best school for music in the world. 294 Grammys have been won by that, Berkeley graduates. Right. And 95 Latin American Grammys. Wow. <laughs> That's, and that's crazy. I was actually, you might not know this. I was actually in training to go there. Uh, my guitar teacher wanted to go. I got pretty damn effing good. Uh, and was on my way and going to apply. And then knee injury. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was a bad knee injury. But then, yeah, I, I had the realization. Well, then I'll uh, 
come out a uh, kick-ass guitar player then what <laughs> and it was also came at a, pretty much at the time um obviously alternative was coming out and i had gotten into the sex pistols i said fuck wait a minute I don't know if I want to know that much. Yeah. You know, and I proceeded to forget everything I had learned. Um, but it's also Berkeley's in my hometown of Boston. So I knew quite a few people who went there, hang out with them all the time. But so to go there, you have to freaking know your shit. Mm. Um, you are, you know, tier one musician. Um, you know, you classical jazz. You can... You know, things like, yeah, sight read, on, you know, difficult music on set, you know, uh, in real time and be able to improvise, like switching um, uh, keys, like on a dime, every single measure. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that being said, I was shocked when I heard Imagine Dragons music that these two guys were from Berkeley because it is must be to them mind numbingly simple and repetitive um as a musician listening to it i just don't find a lot there to grasp onto um it's uh you know and I'm, we're gonna keep talking about what type of music this is like what genre yeah. this is i feel like until we're finished yeah but it's i have to approach it from like a rhythmic it's like yeah. i it's yeah it's he has the, a, a little bit guitar to his singing, but also yeah. like it's really like uh, like urban or hip hop yeah. drum like yes. beats with I'm gonna just do whatever we end up landing on over top of it it's yeah. like I think the foundation of Imagine Dragons is a hip hop style yeah. beat mm -hmm. but it, on top of that I mean there. I mean I'm not it's I, not my favorite I'm not gonna lie and say it is but listening to it it's not like a listen to this go ugh what ugh no. it sounds terrible I mean it's recorded uh, well it's me. played well but it's one of those things where a producer could easily create one of their songs or reproduce one of their songs by themselves in the studio. Oh, with, yeah. With uh, samples, basic samples, and yeah. drum, the beat machine, and play it over and over again and put, you know, um, Dan Reynolds' amazingly deep lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I, you don't need much to create yeah. that, that song. Also, if I'm being honest, they, they do kind of give a or it, when I say they, I still am only talking about Dan Reynolds. But he does kind of have this malleable quality that I feel like if I were if I were like a fat cat producer and I was like, I want to make some money, I'd pick a Dan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, this is easy. Yeah. I, you know. I fucking work for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just low-hanging low fruit. Yeah. I mean, it's just easy. This is super digestible. I, just, I don't have to think about the lyrical content other than just be like, yeah, we do live in a weird time. Yeah. And all Things this music different. we look at, I just wait. I can see why it sells a ton um, because of the, you know, uh, mass appeal and shallowness of it. I don't get. What I don't understand is the rabid fans. What the fuck are they yeah. grabbing onto? The little that, dragonairs? Or yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Musketeers. Uh, they're called Imagine Lizards. The little yeah. lizards. No, I, yeah, it's... Uh, I was just like, what? He's average-looking guy, I think. I he kind of annoys me. And that there's no cool sheetness about the band. There's... Uh, no, there's no identity really to this band. Um, well, I'll I'll go ahead and throw a little bit of a all right against the identity. All right, because at the top of it, 
they did not have an identity. But they're yeah, they're yeah. pretty damn. There's a Mormon flair in there yeah. real hard. <laughs> and uh, watching the believer, yeah. or excuse me, believer. I just, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the believer. Uh, the, he he's like real Mormon forward, especially right now. Which yeah. is, and I know we're gonna end up probably talking about the believer. <laughs> I do, yeah. Or Believer, which is a documentary, uh, just got put on HBO. It's uh, hang on, we, let's finish up. Musicianship. Yeah, I, what and kind of what we're talking about, which goes right into it, is uh, definitely something um, that comes along with Imagine Dragons is oops, um, is the backlash. Oh yeah, they they have paid for their sins in the public. Yeah, it's what? it's crazy. I feel like I feel like in a lot of ways they're taking over the mantle for Nickelback. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. All right. Here's a question: <laughs> yeah. If you had to listen to one band exclusively for the rest of your life, would you pick Nickelback or Imagine Dragons? I hate to say it, but Nickelback. I would pick Imagine Dragons. Uh, no way. <laughs> yeah. I could, Ooh, every highly any time. Yep. House divided. House divided. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could. I. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Sophie's choice. <laughs> I don't think I'm I'm spoiling anything. But eventually, there's going to be son or your daughter. A nick, there's going to be a Nickelback episode. Yeah, and it's like I I'm going to eat my words. I'm like oh by the end God. of the Nickelback episode, I'm like you know what? Remember I said that? Never mind. Max yeah, it's uh, geez. <laughs> yeah, I think that's truly it. a. But yeah, they really have kind of taken over that mantle of just like rock sucks now. Big yeah. like big rock bands. So, suck it's it's like that, that's what i'm waiting on, like saying that undercar i'm waiting for that backlash like there was against arena rock and disco come <laughs> because mm. it's long fucking overdue um you know but uh yeah so they you're they're taking the mantle and uh in the midst of all this i read a i saw the actual uh interview with uh shoot his name from slipknot Corey, Corey yeah. Smith? Corey, no, Corey Tyler? Ty, yeah, something like that. Uh, um, but Mr. Corey came out pretty hard against Imagine Dragons um, and trying to remain, you know... Uh, Corey uh, Taylor. Corey Taylor. Trying to remain diplomatic here. Um, you know, Corey had a, had a point, um, but in response to that... Dan Reynolds came back a swinging. So, did he come back swinging, or did he, or did he run home to his mom Mommy. crying? Uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, he did not handle it. I think the way he should have, because basically, what he said he wouldn't do in response to it is what he did do in response to it. Yeah, I mean, it's he got. Corey Taylor from Slipknot said his band sucks. And yeah. he was like, No, we don't. Uh, <laughs> well, he said, but the thing is, he's like, well, you know, whatever. I'm not going to engage in a conversation about that. But well, we're Dan, here. Dan typed out into a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, you know, it was pretty, 
it, it was, yeah, it was. It's just kind of crybaby. Yeah, it was totally crybaby. One, you got to, reminds me of someone big in the public eye who can't handle it when somebody's says something bad about them. They have to go on a rant on Twitter. Todd, are you talking about me? <laughs> I don't have a yes. Twitter. What are you talking about? Todd, no. On their Instagram, <laughs> between pictures of their dog puffing. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a he dog. He doesn't have a puffing? <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, so anyways, um, yeah, he said, I'm not going to engage in a conversation about that and then proceeded to engage in a conversation about that where he whined that he implied telling him his band sucked was going to make kids pick on other kids who are wearing imagine dragons and scar them and for life so his, his own son yeah, he has daughters but his yeah. daughters he's like what if him yeah. saying that my band sucks gets my kids picked on at school and it's like man everybody's got shit, shit. you're a rock star i know and i'm using air quotes around rock yeah exactly but it's i know it's like it's, oh my god extra extra read all about it child bullied in yeah, school where he should have taken his first advice and not engaged in the conversation you know yeah um, i mean also too they do they do get an awful lot they of do. like nickelbackian level absolutely clap back on their but music but at the same put, time they're selling out yeah they're selling out shows it's like yeah. man they, it, yeah it's like sell out bands who complain about how you know how much it sucks that they're rich and all. Yeah. Um, it's like David Coverdale. <laughs> oh. oh, I saw the best fucking... I was looking at... And, uh, you know, now, of course, in my Google feeds, it suggests uh, crap I don't want to read. Uh, but it was this article from David Coverdale. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't read it. I just... I, for fun, I skipped to the comments. <laughs> <laughs> this, the second comment was, I really wish uh, David Coverdale would stop dressing like an ugly MILF. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, my God. That describes him perfectly. Oh, my God. Uh, an ugly MILF. MILF. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's in his cougar phase. Let's uh, no, let's switch it back. We're going back to White well, Snake. Yeah. The second half that was White Snake. Fun, man. I miss I had a that. Blast. David yeah. Coverdale's a nut. <laughs> uh, and you know, back to the Magic Dragons. That about that character. I did, there's not much about them. You know, David Coverdale no, is a character. Dan Reynolds. Most it used uh, to be if you became famous, you ha it's because you had this extraordinary personality. Yeah, like you larger I, than I life. know you say bad things about you too who i liked in the beginning um but you can't argue bono has charisma oh and, yeah and you know you look at mick and keith you know they're uh, david bowie obviously is a they have these incredible personalities dan reynolds sounds like a dan reynolds yeah and when his they, his name is pr is pretty on point yeah <laughs> nothing nothing against anyone nothing named Daniel or anything but it's just like that is i'm a rock and roller but i'm a morning <laughs> hey guys, guys. Gotta, gotta turn it down at nine it's funny you know like when they try to wear interesting clothing mm. you know to be rock and roll it's just like oh man god don't do that you know i think we're hitting on something here there is a, it's almost like they like the trappings of a rock star. Right. It's, they're not, right. they don't want to commit. Being. And that's what it drives me nuts about people who, uh, uh, you know, 
rabid fans they will not commit to it fucking keith richards mm. committed to a yeah. life of a rock star fucking lived it earned it been there and back 10 times and uh he ain't gonna change for fucking nobody he is a true pirate rebel yeah um dan you know i don't know He's so, living that Mormon life. Yeah, nothing he against, is. Nothing against the way he's living his life. So he, he's rich and going to heaven. What does he have to bitch about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Corey Taylor's been to hell and back. <laughs> um, uh, that, they're an interesting band. Talk about committing. They fucking committed. Yeah. And, uh, some of them didn't make it out. I think they. I think they. Uh, I think the original guy that played the barrel left the band recently. <laughs> <laughs> I like not even. I think no, that's you, true. Yeah. Um, they could use a barrel player and match. I'm trying out. I'm, I got my bat and my beer keg. I'm gonna go yeah. up and just slam on it. But um, so uh, we don't. We've kind of hit. So musicianship was Berkeley Crinkle Backlash, State of Guitar Rock. We've hit all that popularity. We've talked a lot about why why they're so fucking popular. Um, let, album sales and awards. Let's just say, and this is another comment to the band. You go on their Wikipedia page. There is no. Story, yeah, or stories about the band. It's just, I I started reading it, and it's long. It is a long Wikipedia page. Oh but yeah, it is nothing but lists of they won this award, they won that award, they won this award. This album sold this much. It's how many albums they sold and how many awards they won. That's it. If all right, compare. It's it's compare and contrast is great. If I'm reading White Snake, David Coverdale Wikipedia page, it's like reading a page turner of a novel yes if i'm reading the imagine dragons dan reynolds wikipedia page it's like a math textbook <laughs> it's yes. just like oh, oh my god it's I like slamming I... coffee trying to stay awake i mean and again hey they won a bunch of awards yeah they they they're super why we don't know but uh, yeah that, or that's a statement <clears throat> on the yeah, state but, of awards yeah these there's days. not really a story there the only and this is why i've kind of latched on to it um, I watched that Believer documentary last night, and that's really... It seems like Dan Reynolds needs to create a narrative. Yeah. And that's what he's doing with his fucking arthritis. How, did you watch any of those? Well, uh, it's I like, was going to get... Okay, we'll, we'll get into his uh, altruism, yeah. his causes. But yes, this is... Okay, we're, commenti we're commenting on... What's the band? Oh, Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Dan Reynolds, you know, as a deeper look at Dan Reynolds, this this guy, for being rich, famous guy, has a hell of a lot to complain about, doesn't he? Yeah, it, it never he, is. You know he's following the uh, expected equation of superstars these days. Like you were saying on um, The Voice and stuff, like they have to have this bag story. Of yeah, a, of well, the little a, package. And and part of that package has to be a challenge they've overcome. It's like, can't Dan Reynolds just make up a like uncle that died in Iraq or something? Yeah, but he's got... Our, uh, let me, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. all right, I had to look it up. Dan Reynolds... God bless him. God, Pity oh. his little heart. Bless he his has heart. <laughs> ankylosing spondylitis, or AS, which if you have this, not making fun of this no. disease. No. Not making fun of arthritis. Right. But it's like, I don't give a shit if Dan Reynolds has a disease where he can still go out and dance on stage all night. Yeah. Also, it's like, keep it to yourself. Yeah. I don't need to know. And he goes, like, I've, I've seen 
No joke. I, I mean, there's plenty left, but I've seen at least like 10 daytime television interviews with him coming on and be like, yeah, I just uh, felt like I needed to speak out about my ankleo-doking spankadookie. And it's yeah. like, why? Right. Why? Donate money to research. Or, yeah, give him a ton of money. you got plenty. Yeah, it's like, did you forget AIDS is still out there? Yeah. You know, like, try and cure AIDS or something? Yeah. But then on top of that, and you see this like echoing through, Yeah. Uh, he's kind of surplanting himself in the LGBTQ, like, equality right. rights. And, and there's a third. What's the, Oh, what's our third? Uh, his depression. Oh, God. Dan, depression. no. No, Dan. He had <laughs> and, depression. And, and the thing is, is you know, um, it, yeah, I haven't gotten details, but I've had my challenges. But, Wait, Todd. Yeah. You're saying, as a human being, <laughs> you've went through times where you've been depressed. Right. I'm not making fun of depression. I'm just saying... No. Fuck but off, I, you know, I don't fucking whine about it every 24 hours. You take your fucking pills and get on with your life. Yeah. I, I had somebody uh, had a great comment. If you be, And there was a point, I'll say, you know, raising awareness of mental illness. You know what? We're all fucking woke now. Move on. Yeah. Uh, but it's not. He, right. I don't think there's any shame to it. It's anymore. not that he's raising awareness. It has to be through him. him. It's right. so self-centered. It's so right. disingenuous. It's so disingenuous. And it's like fucking take your pills and you know and uh, cause yeah, somebody was saying, you know, having issues in your life like mental illness or drug addiction or something, it's not your fault, but it's your fucking responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking go to the doctor like everybody else does. Yeah. And uh, take care of it. Whatever your one scoliosis sculia scopy dopey uh sorry anyone who has it out there um but uh or mental illness whatever just and then yes a challenge he really should be supporting someone else going yeah. through um the uh, issues because of lg lg <laughs> You know, they added a few more letters. LG and I'm not the spring chicken. <laughs> There's Q. I, yeah, shut the fuck. I know I'm the old man. <laughs> LGB. I, I, I start saying it too fast. And I get the wrong letter. Yeah. L, LG, <laughs> LGBTQI. Huh. What's I? I is impersonation. So that's referring to dressing up um, as. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. LGBTQI. T L G B T Q I L G B T Q I. Yes. Cool, cool. Thank nice. you. Now we all know. Now, now I, do I sound old again. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's only because I, I heard a podcast with a young person on it, and she kept saying L G B T Q I. I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? I ran home and googled it. Yeah, you got to keep up. It's yeah. interesting. And that, but then I heard another podcast, and she said L G B T I Q. Oh. And I'm like, wait a minute, somebody, we got to get all on the same page here. LGBTQI, LGBTQI, and uh, you know, I want to say I am firmly behind um, LGBTQI. You know what? Me uh, too. I think I'm going to make a documentary about how me, a straight white right man, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, completely support it and how I yeah. am dealing with it and how me not knowing more about it sooner yeah. really made me sad. And I need to talk about, about me, me more <laughs> because of people who are not me. <laughs> right. Exactly. I, if you can't tell, I'm making fun of Dan Reynolds again. Right. But Because his documentary Believer, which, okay, okay. I, we, at lunch, I was kind of bringing this up, but I really want to get into it. Okay. Good documentary. Yeah. Like, uh, it's it's awesome because I, going into this, <laughs> obviously didn't know as much as I could about the LGBT. 
LGBTQI community. Yeah. I, I'm really not trying to. <laughs> this is me n- being stupid. I'm not yeah. trying to make a joke, but um, yeah. I didn't know as much as I could. But really, I didn't know anything about Mormonism, and it's fucking nuts. Yeah, like it is one step from Scientology. Yeah, it, honestly, it's like full blown cult. Dial it up to full blown cult, full blown cult, and just go back it up like one scoot. Throw Jesus in there. Sounds uh, like yeah. Do you know, I was. Uh, it was actually Joe Rogan. Um, do you know? I did not know this. Do you, so uh, you know Scientology. They they have tax free status. Yeah. Um, and obviously Mormons and you know all religions out there. What we they use to determine um, the definition of a cult. As opposed to a religion, the leader has to be dead. Yes. Yeah. Ah, did I say that? No. I knew, oh, I, I knew it from other from other places. That's crazy. So when we start our cult and we get rolling, we want a tax free. Someone's gonna have to take a hit. We're gonna. Here, we're just gonna rock paper scissors, <laughs> <laughs> Inkadinka or whatever. Uh, that's paper. the. That's like the other. Rochambeau. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just gonna rock paper scissors. Whoever loses, yeah. we're gonna. We'll, we'll kill the other one, <laughs> and then we'll. Finally, be able to not pay taxes. <laughs> right. Yay. Um, which also is interesting that that like church tax exemption is completely decided by like twelve people in the IRS. Yeah. Like all you got, you don't have to buy out many people. No. It's kind of wild. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, but Mormonism. So, yeah. so the 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 hinge of the documentary is that Mormonism at this point in time, is very against homosexuality or anything of that nature. They say it's a sin. Mm-hmm. They say, uh, well, I don't want to get too into that, like, can you do it or can you do it, or do they condemn you or not, because it's kind of in flux right now. But the the main part of the documentary is how Dan Reynolds is sad about that. Because yes. he, he, he what, <laughs> on his mission, his two-year Mormon mission, he taught that homosexuality is a sin, and now he feels badly about that, so he's putting together with some other people uh, a festival in Utah, the epicenter of Mormonism. Yeah, uh, very That's close to the temple. Roll. That yeah, that is rock and roll. Good yeah. point. Yeah, um, to try and bring awareness, and I do think he's coming from an amazing place. It's called Love Fest. Yeah, it's uh, Love Loud. Love Loud. Yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> it's called Love Loud. Yeah. I would be. We do not do need to be on the radio. Research, Podcast man. is where we need to be. Um, <laughs> Uh, got Dan Riddles in the studio. He's talking about Lovecraft, HP Love Loud. Um, but uh, and it's just coming together, and it's just trying to. I think they're for me. It came across that they really are just being like, we want to open up a dialogue, or ex- excuse me, Dan said, I want to open up a dialogue. Yeah. I'm doing this, but uh, and I really like that. But the documentary is so much fun because it's like I'm very invested. It's an interesting like cross section of a lot of things that are going on in this country, but it's like taking kind of an interesting look at like one particular group, uh, and then at the the whole time you just have Dan Reynolds like cartoon Mister Magoo walking around <laughs> like he's he is so goofy, yeah. like also not trying to be rude, but watching him read emails, I do not think he can read very well. He's like not homeschool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like not being like there are times when he's reading emails where I'm like I can see you sounding out words. Like you are using phonics right now. Um and he's just I, and I mean like and he is very open about like oh I don't know everything and I'm trying to learn and like that is very respectful and respectable. Yeah. But at the same time it is hilarious watching him be like oh my god. 
what? And then just... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just laughing because this whole time, I'm like, because uh, you say it's a good documentary. Mm-hmm. So the fucking director must know, he's probably good, knows yeah. what he's doing. And I bet you... <laughs> I fucking bet you he sat down and like I said, Dan had come to him to do something else. He's Mm -hmm. like, nah, it's not quite the time for that. And uh, I bet you he had already had, he's like, I want to do a documentary where I have this fucking out of touch idiot who's slightly bigoted and watch him become awake over time. And that's what it is. Oh, hey, I got something for you. You know what? Honestly, it's kind of crazy. He admits it. He's like, I feel guilt because, uh, so his wife Asia, AJA, and if she's not named after the Steely Dan album, I will suck your wiener. Because uh, I'm not scared to be gay around well, Mormons. You know, update. What's update? Ex-wife. Oh yeah, ex-wife. <laughs> but she converted to Mormonism oh, uh, to marry him because yeah. he would not marry her if she wasn't Mormon. And her roommates at the time were lesbians. She lived with two lesbians, oh, and no. they would not go to their wedding on a protest because it was during the Prop Eight. Eight. Yeah. Which is like. The more Mormons were like hardcore, like dump your money into this. Like, yeah, we do not want gay people to marry. And so like, and he was like, I feel guilt about that. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with doing things in the past that you were ashamed of. That's actually a sign of growth. Yeah. But, uh, the one thing is like, they won't, they won't just be like, I'm wrong. Like when she was talking about, oh, you're a, uh, oh. when she was talking about, um, <laughs> like Asia was talking about, when she quote unquote converted, she was like, yeah, you know, I just thought that I could kind of, I was, she was like, I was super against them being against gay marriage, super against it. But, I but then I just kind of did it anyway. <laughs> it's like, well, and I mean, you can be like, I was conflicted. Right. And, and, and I didn't know what I was, I, you know, I got swept up. I was in love. I wanted to get married, but you can't be like, I was so, oh man, I was pissed. I was living with my two friends who were lesbians and wanted to get married, and I was, oh, I was so pissed. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm Mormon now, and got married anyway. And it's like, it's just, there's something, something a little off about that. Yeah. I'm not trying to poke too many holes, yeah. but there's just something off. Right. But then at the same time, like, even in the documentary, she was like, uh, I wonder how much uh, backlash we're going to get about this white guy trying to be the spokesperson for <laughs> gay people, or like this white straight guy trying to be the spokesperson for gay people. Right. I guess white superfluous, but it's uh, there. Even they see it, e- you know, even within, it's not like they're yeah, oblivious. I mean, truly, I, I didn't watch the documentary. I saw a lot about it. It seems <laughs> like the, really the, the center of it should have been the one guy who headed up the band who is gay and Mormon. <laughs> the guy that, that wrote that, it started with a whisper. He yeah. wrote that song. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name, but yeah, he was he was actually um, he was Mormon, wrote the song, was closeted for a long time because he yeah. was openly Mormon. Yeah. Then came out, then was like excommunicated from the Mormon Church. Yeah. Then wrote an album called Excommunication. Then nice. came back and did this uh, festival, and yeah. it's like also it's it, his his position is kind of interesting, and uh, in the fact that like. There's so many people that love Mormonism who are gay. That's weird. And it's one of those things where it's like, then what do you love? Because they're... Uh, Nice shirts. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of interesting. And what I think it is, is I think it's a... I mean, this is kind of getting 
we're not really talking about Imagine Dragons at all right now. No. <laughs> but I think it's getting it's getting deeper to the point where it's like you were you were experiencing a symptom of cult behavior. Yeah. Because you're not worried about being excommunicated because your family will go to heaven and their planet or whatever for forever and you're gonna go to like some whatever Mormon hell is. You're upset and feeling bad badly because you are getting cut off from your community you're right. getting cut off from your family yeah and if you're in utah i mean you're pretty much just in exile i mean right. i know there's like a excommunication and exile kind of go hand in hand but it's like you lost every connection that you have yeah. and i mean that's that that's pivoting uh that yeah, that's, is a group using um love affection and your connections to control you yeah that's it, not that's not a religion or a, a loving religion it's also very it's really interesting and i know we're not talking about the music too much right now but yeah. it's it's so wild to see dan reynolds wrestling with his religion and also his whatever part of him is free thinking and kind of whatever is driving his self because you know dude, he's still dude, very much committed dude, to being a mormon do you think dan Ross, reynolds is wrestling with something else i don't I think you might <laughs> think dan reynolds is, <laughs> I, think I don't so. know X, i don't y. know there's there's something like you know which one is, is it, it's not thunder is it believer thunder no there's the two men fighting something very homoerotic about it um, and just i'm i'm project not projecting but uh stereotyping but i feel even if i had uh if i asked someone who was gay they might agree with me <laughs> i have the world's worst gaydar i but don't <laughs> i don't no, i don't know it wouldn't surprise me because yeah. i i mean no but it's uh, could he be maybe why is he so drawn to this? That's what it is. Why? I think also, they, uh, well, I'll, I'll counterpoint. I think he might be drawn to it because he's like, damn, I just need something to talk about. Right. Damn, I need it something. It came across his desk one Yeah, day. he was like, oh my god. I mean, it is, it is horrifying how much suicides have increased, especially the, in the Mormon child. I yeah, mean, it's People wild. are dying. Kids are dying. And that... That's but that's what makes me so angry, and I don't feel he has the right amount of anger. He is trying to he's trying to have his cake and eat it too, balancing Mormonism and rights for LGBTQ. He should be fucking calling out the Mormons and saying, "I am not going to be a part of you until you fucking stop this." Two with yeah, and he's that's two, what, very much two with the, like working within the bounds of the system that he does not like the rules that they've created. Right. It's and, and I, like I, even when he was trying to sell tickets to the the love. Loud, loud, damn it! Love loud. <laughs> I watched the documentary, uh, the Love Loud uh, festival. He w he was like waiting on pins and needles to get approval from the Mormon Church. Like he was like, "Oh, honey, we got the I got the email. Oh, okay, they don't they still don't accept gay people, but they did say they support me trying to open a dialogue. This is huge. This is huge. Right. And I'm like, like, fuck you. That's well, yeah. It's like, yeah. It, it's it's a half it's a half effort. Yeah. And, and again, that's kind of shitty for me to say towards a festival where 20,000 people showed up to the first year and they're only getting bigger. Yeah. But I do, I, I, I do wish he was like, he made a fucking documentary because he's like, I feel so strongly about this, but not enough to like get out of my religion. Yeah. <laughs> not, not enough to do what I know. I'm like, this is your this religion. Is, this is your fundament. Yeah. Should be 
Right. And you disagree with it. And you're, I mean, yes, you're trying to change it, which I respect changing your surroundings, but also don't act this fervent. Yeah. Because I think there's like a point where he's just like, oh, God, I got this and I got my Ankyos pink knocket. On the other <laughs> hand, how am I going to juggle all these? I'm so sad. I have so many issues. Look at me. I'm Dan Reynolds. I'm Dan Reynolds. Yeah. But it's, I, um, and see, that's what I, I assume this is raising money to. All the proceeds okay. go to help uh, local LGBTQ, like ground level LGBTQ okay. center. Or like so a there's center not a main or, one he can call out because I would like it. Because I watched a lot of interviews. Um, and yeah, I don't even recall, you know, maybe he should have been putting that out in front of his name <laughs> before it. Yeah. You know, who to support. Or, yeah. Um, and but, I will say too, but at least it is raising money and giving and that. awareness. Awareness, right? Like, well, I, yeah. Like, if I hadn't, yeah. Like, I was truly horrified at the suicide information. I did not realize that. I, and I, um, I don't know if you saw. Uh, oh, what's it? She's a great actor. Did you know? Uh, um, Ellen. Ellen Page. Page. Yeah, she, did you see her on the the Colbert show? She freaking went off. And mm. see, she has the right amount of anger in this. And uh, you know, it's the, he should have been making that statement. This is hurting people. Yeah. Your your beliefs are hurting people. People are ending up dead, and they need to understand that. Yeah. Um. You know, it's not. I wish you guys could get along. You know. You know. Like even take like taking the uh, sexuality out of the equation mm-hmm. in while they were making the documentary, one of the guys who was uh, like, I don't his job was to get uh, financial backers or like what I'm blanking on what that word is. Financial backers. Is there like some sponsors? Like, sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Todd. Sponsors. Yeah. So this, his job was to get sponsors. And while like they were filming like a. I mean, I think like three weeks before the first uh, festival, his and he's Mormon. His brother committed suicide. Wow, that's and cool. it, he's not even. Um, it wasn't a sexual thing. He went to BYU, a Mormon yeah. college. Brigham Young. Yeah, thanks, because I forgot what yeah. it's for. Um, and he like great student, loved his community. I mean, all this yeah. stuff, and he had sex with his girlfriend, and came mm-hmm. forward. And said, I'm so sorry, this is what I've done. And they were like, you're excommunicated for five years. And he spiraled and killed himself. Oh my God. And it's like, that's so fucking irresponsible. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you could also say, well, you know, this is these are the rules that you've signed up for. And it's like, if if you, you can't tell a 20-year-old that when I was 20, I was like, 25, I'll be dead. That's a yeah. whole nother life. you know. Yeah. And it's like, you can't tell a 20-year-old. It's like, hey, all your friends, all your family, your career, your life, all of this is on hold. It's like, they're, they're, it's cultish. Yeah. Welcome to the anti-Mormon podcast. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't want right. to say anti-Mormon. I had a friend named yeah. Scott when I was little who was Mormon. He's cool as shit. Family you just nice can't shit. claim to be a loving, accepting um, religion that cares about people and do things like this. So. Yeah. Um, also, they showed fact. they kept showing clips from the biannual like Mormon oh, apostle address. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, yeah. and it is it's like yeah. the Galactic Senate. It looks yeah. insane. <laughs> it is it is in it is crazy. Yeah, and the fact that there are so many people who are like, okay, yeah, these twelve guys are going to go in this room and 
God's just going to talk right to them and they're going to come out and tell me I'm too, I'm too much like my grandpa. Yeah. Whereas I'd be like, let him talk to me. Yeah. What's he saying? I want to hear it. Yeah. Why, why is he just saying it to everybody? Uh, uh, let me see it. Let's see it first. I, I just, I don't get it. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, so Izzy, what's your thumbs up, thumbs down on Imagine Dragons? He's thinking. I, uh, I'm wrestling with this one. Much like I'm wrestling with, you know, maybe Mormonism. Like, yeah. no, I will say this: I don't like the music. Yeah. But this isn't one of those bands where I would be like, if you're, if you like, if I went in, if I got in your car and you had Imagine Dragon CD, I wouldn't be like, fuck yeah. off. I would just be like, man, you know, I hope you have a lot more redeeming qualities. Yeah. I also completely respect Dan Reynolds and the fact that he is taking his celebrity and trying to push things in a positive direction yes do i think he's doing it the best way he could do i think there is an underlying current of i want to be in the news i want people to know that i am doing something i don't think there's much of like a samaritan aspect yeah. to it like good samaritan type deal i think he i think he wants a little bit of he wouldn't have got a film crew to film it if he if he right. didn't want the spotlight you yeah. know what i mean within the first three minutes of the documentary you see pretty much a whole imagine dragon song that has nothing to do with anything you just see him on stage singing and stuff so right. it's like there's a lot of fanfare for them yeah. but i am personally not a fan i would not recommend buying an album right no okay what about you Todd? <laughs> what, about what do you think little different take on it um but it, you know what the funny thing is every one of we these we do it gets me looking back at who we just didn't go you know what they weren't that bad i know <laughs> I'm getting... like, fuck i could go for some good charlotte right now yeah oh, <laughs> lifestyle <laughs> famous. famous uh yeah, <laughs> they had character those two um but uh it, it's that so what do I, do I like the music absolutely not i just can't get behind it. I don't think there's anything there. There's no imagination. There's not much substance. You know, as uh, as a culture uh, cultural figure, as a rock star figure, they are not. He's striving to be a pop star. Um, I don't see any creative imagination or, or interesting character to him. Just nothing. Um, I don't think he's that genuine of a person. Like you said, he should. You know kudos to trying to do something good but get out of the way mm. um, maybe let your money do the talking and um, you know yeah. get out of the camera but that being said if he saves one young Mormon life out there God bless him. there was you yeah. know there were a lot of people that I think that festival has done a lot of good for so yeah. I, I, I can't I can't say anything negative about the result yeah. So good. That's awesome. I meant to say squirrel bless him. Got squirrel bless. Uh, okay. Got a, got a couple of things before we. Oh, uh, before we sign okay. up. One. Okay. Forgot the most infuriating part of Imagine Dragons. Oh. The fucking band name, <laughs> which is which is an anagram, an anagram that only they, they know. know. Only the oh. band, only the band it's members know what it stands for. Yeah. Which AKA so. they came up with a shitty band name and are covering their tracks. Right. That's and all that means. We made a we and we that would have given us license to come up with anagrams. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, uh -oh. <laughs> do you, did you make one? You no, I wish I had. I was like fuck. Uh, that we can that allows us to go out there on Twitter and their fan pages and shit and start saying what Imagine Dragons is an anagram for. Oh, it's uh clearly 
<laughs> I'm mainly against giving intense noggin every day. Don't <laughs> rage again. Gah. <laughs> Only nuns. Sally. That's all I got. That's pretty good. I just made it up off the I top think, of my head. I think you're on to something there. Giving intense noggin. <laughs> That's what Mr. Reynolds wants to do. Uh, um, okay, so the band name sucks. Yeah. But then, okay, I wanted to... This is, this is oh, yeah, after yeah. the fact. Okay. Uh, Mary Boffkill, Dan Reynolds, Brad Arnold, uh, oh, David David Coverdale. Oh! Mary, Mary Boffkill. Very, very... Uh, Jeez, Mary Dan Reynolds, Bob Coverdale, and Kill Arnold. Is that who we had? Yeah. Oh, I think. Okay, all right. This so, is no question. So you're, you're killing Brad Arnold. Fuck yeah. You're boffing Coverdale. Uh, of course, you okay. know. <laughs> of course. And then you're marrying uh, Dan this Reynolds. Is a good Mormon. Plus, yeah, I guess you could just like marry I, somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I could marry somebody else, and he would be off having his. Uh, affairs with other men. So. Okay, I'm going to fuck Brad Arnold to death. Oh. Then I'm going to shoot him and kill him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to kill Brad Arnold. Yes, I knew you would. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not playing the game. What? I'm just kidding. I'm creating an assassination attempt on Brad Arnold's life. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding entirely. <laughs> I would never do that. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm going to kill Brad Arnold. Yeah. I'm going to boff Dan Reynolds Ooh. Ooh. to... To wake him up even oh, further. Yeah, that, yeah. And then I'm going to marry Coverdale because yeah, one, right, you're he's going to teach me some the shit. Of your life. No. And then he's uh, going to die in like five years. Yeah. I, I might take mine back. Yeah. We'll both, <laughs> we can just do it. To, like, we'll both marry David Coverdale. <laughs> We're going to convert David Coverdale to Mormonism. Yeah. He's going to marry both of us. <laughs> We're going to kill him. <laughs> take the money that we get from the inheritance yeah. and pay somebody and, to kill Brad And Arnold. start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Start a good podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So right. anyway, and also, it, whenever we get our social media up, please feel free to play Mary Boff Kill with Brad Arnold, mm -hmm. the singer of Three Doors Down, mm -hmm. David Coverdale, the singer of White Snake, mm -hmm. and Dan Reynolds, mm -hmm. the singer of Imagine Dragons. Right. Yes. Uh, okay. So I think we've come to the end of our show. As I like to say, you know, some out there, and for this episode, I say, you know, if you're thinking you're hurting yourself because of your sexual persuasion or not, do not do it because you're the good person. All the others are fucked up. Um, Being right about something isn't always easy. Right. Believe in yourself. Exactly. Find strength from within. You know, it's not easy doing this podcast, but God damn. I know. <laughs> straight white men well, in this world. Well, it's been rough. I got this hangnail. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, or if you're thinking of hurting somebody else, you know, whatever. Um, but maybe, maybe they deserve it. Yeah. I don't know the situation. It's Brad Arnold. Go, okay. hey, Go courts, for it. That's for the courts to decide. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are saying if you're thinking of going and buying this band's music or some of the others we've talked about or buying a ticket to their concert, do not reconsider. Reconsider. Go speak to a professional like a uh, record store owner or 
you know, your local cool kid. Yeah. You know, LCCs. maybe there's somebody you know out there. He's a couple years LCKs. older. <laughs> a couple years older. He seems really cool. That, that's I how I met you, to Todd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this guy's couple pretty cool. Years older. Teach me about music. Like, Dude. Um, um, and uh, do not go to that concert. Go check out. Get your like little independent weekly or monthly in your city or town near you and um, look at who's playing. And even if you've never heard of them. Just look, look them up, or just say, "Hell, I'm going to go to the club tonight." Give it a shot. Don't go to the club. It go will to the be bar. better. Yeah. It will be better, be and you will have a story. You will meet somebody. Yeah, that's what it's about. You're right. going to yeah, hear I mean, something you haven't heard. Get off your phone, damn it. Yeah, and don't. Hey, and also, Unless 15 seconds max recording video at a show. Yes. Let's put that out there. I know, good, I'm not good, trying. Yeah. I understand that good. people are going to record mu- like record yeah. music but, on their phone at a show. But cap it at 15, 15 seconds. Yeah. Like Just to get I, a clip. Get people get excited. A, let, if you have to let somebody know you were somewhere, if it's yeah. that important to you, 15 seconds, post it on whatever. But then put the phone down. I'm not trying to yeah. I'm not trying to go to a show and watch the band through your phone, which is held up right in my face yeah. because you're standing in front of me. And also you look stupid. If you're if yeah. you put more than 30 seconds into recording a live show, you're the same idiot that's recording fireworks. You're never going to watch them, and you're missing fireworks. <laughs> um, that's I'm a, heated. That's a, that's a preview of our, uh, our, our other podcast we're doing called Izzy Rants. The Fireworks <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> no, they're just Izzy Rants. Phone ruins things with Israel and Todd. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well... See you later, uh, idiots. Yeah, see you, idiots. Bye, Henry. Bye.